0: Daria Dugina, a name that most of us didn't know a week ago, but now her story is in the news worldwide. She's the daughter of Russian ultranationalist Alexander Dukin, and she was killed by a car bomb outside Moscow. Six months of war. Many expected the Russian invasion of Ukraine, but few thought it would go like this. Russia has spent thousands of lives and received countless economic sanctions with very little to show for it. Now the daughter of one of Putin's closest allies has been killed. And it seems the bomb was meant for her father, nicknamed Putin's brain. Dugin is an ultranationalist who wants to rebuild the old Russian empire, including the religion of Russia. He sees the Russian Orthodox Church as a part of Russia's strength, and he wants all Russian-speaking people, including many Ukrainians, under that umbrella once again. Kingdoms and empires will rise and fall on this planet Earth, but only Christ's kingdom will never end. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is Wednesday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series this week called Through It All. And that is a truly comforting thought, wouldn't you say? Christ, with his people, do it all. Whatever this fallen world wants to throw at us, sometimes life can be good, a wedding, the birth of a child, a family vacation or fun at a sporting event. But there are also those seasons of pain in all of our lives, things we never saw coming or situations we didn't want to go through. As good as the spring may be, often the winter is dark and cold. But in God's word, we read that our Savior will be with us through it all, even in the very worst times of our lives. Johnny Erickson Tata learned this the hard way. I can't think of many people who've gone through as much as she has, but even as she has spent decades in a wheelchair, she knows that her God is with her, sustaining her through it all. And she's convinced that God uses music to help us remember the truths and the promises found in his word. So am I. Although I've never experienced the same highs and lows in my life as my friend Johnny, I still have had my share. And so have you. Well, in these next few minutes, I want to share one more time the story of Kara Tippetts. She died of cancer over seven years ago. Kara went through a lot. But Jesus was always there with her, just like he's always there with you and me. And all of this we have in common. We have a merciful Savior, and music has a way of getting deep inside us. It just sticks inside you, doesn't it? Maybe there are songs that we haven't heard in years that are in our heads and hearts and just the same. Songs about Jesus. Times in our lives when we can't open up our Bibles, but we can sing hymns that point us to Christ and God's glorious truth found in the Bible. After our time together, I want to invite you to get a copy of Johnny E. Erickson Tata's brand new book called Songs of Suffering, 25 Hymns and Devotions for Weary Souls. It was written to encourage everyone who's going through hard times, but also to help the rest of us When our hard times come, and we all know none of us in this fallen world are excluded from that, Johnny wants every Christian to remember these 25 hymns so we can stand on the promises of Jesus in our lives, even in bad times, so we can trust in the Lord and know that he is good. I think this unique book of devotions, hymn lyrics, and music, and photos will encourage your heart right now to look to Jesus, whether you're in a season of suffering or not. And maybe when you get a copy of the book from us for yourself, think about who you could share this with. Get another copy, or more copies, as some have over the last several days, and share this joy with them. Our number after the program, 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. Or online, take a look at some of the samples from this hardback book, and you can make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And now, I want us to hear a song that we haven't heard in a while by Matt Redman.
1: of abundance flow Blessed be your name Blessed be your name When I'm found in the desert place in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glorious name, glory. All as it should be Blessed be your name Blessed be your name On the road marked with suffering Though there's pain in the offering Blessed be your name Every blessing you pour out Come back to praise When the darkness closes in, Lord Still I will say Blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be your name Blessed be the name of the Lord Blessed be your glorious name Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name, your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name, your glorious name. Take away You give and take away My heart will choose to say Lord, blessed be your name Oh, you give and take away You give and you take away My heart will choose to say Lord, blessed be your name. Blessed be, blessed be, blessed be your name.
0: Always. His album is called Beautiful News. Matt Redman. Haven't seen him in several years, but what a song he wrote that he shared with us right now. Blessed. Be Your Name, here in a haven today called Through It All. I'm Charles Morris on this Wednesday, where we're in a series together. I know I need to hear these programs all week, and I suspect you do as well. After all, one of the things we want most is for the Lord to take us away, to take us out of our painful situations in life. Whether the pain is physical, mental, or emotional, But that isn't always his plan. It's not always the best plan. Even though we have to suffer in this life, our Savior promises us grace through it all. Johnny is known and prayed for by many Christians today. So many people have heard or seen my friend's story over the last several decades. She is living proof that God's grace in Jesus Christ is there even when life hurts. Our merciful Savior is with us through it all. And that reminded me of another person that I met, one I know I will see again. Her name is Kara Tippets. She was a pastor's wife in Colorado, a mother, an encouragement to many with her blog and then her book. She even wrote an anchor devotional for us as she was dying. And now she's in Christ's presence, worshiping her Savior with what theologians sometimes call the church triumphant. Just before Kara went to heaven in 2015, my wife Janet and I sat down with her and her husband Jason in Colorado Springs. They moved there from North Carolina to plant a church. But soon after they relocated, Kara was diagnosed with breast cancer. And even through those early days, Pastor Jason and his wife didn't doubt that they were where they were, Colorado Springs, for a reason. The Lord brought them to their community to be a blessing. And he blessed them with their spiritual brothers and sisters, too, who gathered around this young family and lifted them up in prayer, showing them the love of Jesus. So listen in now for an interview that we did with Kara Tippets just before she died. You use a phrase, Kara, uh, big love, And uh, Or loving big, I think is how you describe it. Um, Has has the cancer helped you to love big like Jesus loves?
2: Absolutely. I think it makes me see the pouring of his love into me. Mm -hmm. And it's not meant to stay there. I'm meant to be a a vessel that's constantly emptying. Mm -hmm. And so as I talk to the many mothers who read, big love is – Is looking at your laundry and calling it laundry love. I am loving my family (laughs) through folding clothes. I, I, you know, moms live in Groundhog's Day of the same thing day in and day out. And instead of, um, you know, being grumpy about it, embrace it with this is my service, my love to my family. They may never know it but it matters. And Mm. so the love that we give in the places that isn't seen, it matters. And if we look at it as loving, then it softens our heart and tenders us. And by the time our kids get home, we aren't like, I did all this for you today. (laughs) We are ready to embrace them and say, the chores are done. Come sit on my lap and read a book. And so big love to me is just living out of the overflow from what God has given us. Mm-hmm. And I write on grace too. These gifts that come that we don't deserve. Right. Yesterday, two moms cleaned my house mm-hmm. meticulously, and we are messy people. And they had to work hard. And I, I will never have the strength to return that. Mm-hmm. That's a gift mm-hmm. I, I can't deserve, and I can't, I can't give back. Mm-hmm. And so when I see that kind of big love in my life, I want to look for even in my sickness. How can I, rep- how can I love love another?
0: Mm-hmm. Jason. Uh... You're probably not the preacher now that you would have been pre-cancer. Uh, yeah. Do you think you're sharing the love of Jesus in a whole different way than you would have if you were just a traditional, typical church planter following you know somebody's book that somebody
3: had written on right, how to do it? Right. Yes. You know, I I think uh, I'm more emotional. My emotions m- mostly sadness, crying. Uh, I remember I preached on Psalm 6 and I just told everyone I'm just going to cry through this whole thing. Right. And I did. And it was okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No. They didn't teach you that at seminary no. probably. No. And I think I've learned through this more and more that God God is faithful and he will build his church. So if he wants our church to grow and for people to grow in depth and understand grace, he's going to do it. And it's not it's not um, really based on my skill as a church planter or a preaching pastor. Mm-hmm. It's really, is his spirit going to work? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I do feel a lot more freedom in preaching, knowing God's really going to do his work because mm-hmm. I stand up there many Sundays and I feel weak and I feel broken. And I think the other thing I've realized is – I don't want people to leave on a Sunday with more lists of things to do. Right. I want people to leave on Sunday understanding God's grace and his mercy and his forgiveness. Some of that is just as I come not having a lot of strength, I realize that's what I need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I realize you look around in our church and these people are just the same as me. Hey, the biggest, if you could say biggest, Christians I've ever
0: known, and you could start with the Apostle Paul, is are, are people who... I'm weak, but Christ is strong in me. So let's talk about love and just living in the day-to-day with cancer. How has the Lord brought you strength in the midst of your pain?
2: Jason and I went through a very hard church experience um, before we came to Colorado. I
0: remember and that you write about. That I wrote in your about book, it, yes. and
2: I remember one night it, I just felt de- utterly devastated by it. Um, North Carolina was a home to us. I had planted my roots deeply there, and thought we would be there forever. And I turned to Jason one night and I said, "Are we going to make it? Are we going to mm. be okay?" Mm. And he looked at me and he said, "Kara, tomorrow we get to wake up and be faithful." Mm. And then the next day, we wake up and we, are, we get to be faithful. It's our high calling and our privilege to be faithful to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I feel like that is what has carried me through this, that today I wake up and I get to be faithful. It meant I got to stay in bed this morning, and Jason brought me coffee, and I got to, he drove the kids to school. And I got to come here and then tell of God's faithfulness to us. And so in the beginning when I got my diagnosis, I went on a long walk. And being Presbyterian, we believe in this covenantal God that keeps his promises. And I looked at the burned hill beside my house from the Waldo Canyon fire, and there were ridges that were beautiful that were not burned, that the fire skipped over. And I said, God, that is my story. It seems like there is so much of it that's just burning up, and yet there are these ridges of beauty. And, and I just said, Lord, if you ask me to receive this story of cancer, and I believe you are, I'm going to believe you to be there for my husband, my Mm -hmm. kids, in a stunning way. And I'm only just mad at you that I don't get to see it, that I'm going to be dead and won't see it. And I think at that point, my peace came, and I started writing and looking for God's grace. And it was that answer to that, God, how are you showing up? How are you, Emmanuel? How are you with me? through this and there has not been a point that he has not been with me there have been points where I forget he's with me and I need to turn to my girlfriends my husband remind me he's here because Mm. I can't see it through my grief and they do and that's why we're meant to live in community because that's why we're meant to show up every Sunday because we forget from one Sunday to the next the Mm. grace of Jesus that um, we need to be reminded of
0: you know Jason I've never really thought about this before, but it's through our tears, though, that sometimes we see him, even though it's, it's a yeah. little hard to see and a little blurry, but we can meet up with him then, can't we?
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think our, our, at least my struggle in that is there are ways that I expect for God to show up and to be faithful, but then there are the realities of living in a broken world, living with a wife who has cancer, that he really does show up. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I am let my I feel let down, but when I'm let down just because my expectations aren't met mm-hmm. of thinking. And I remember telling our core group this, selfishly, as a church planter and a pastor, I want a healthy family. Right. And I want to come and show up at your house when you have disease yes, and yes. you have sickness. And I want to come and I want to care for you. You and want then, to
0: look good. Exactly. You it, want your family to yeah. look good.
3: And yet that's not where the Lord has placed you. And it's not. And it really, it was really God revealing this idol of, I want a safe, comfortable home because look, I have Mm -hmm. this calling. And uh, realizing that, no, my calling is really, at this point in our life, is to have a wife with cancer and for me to be more emotional and broken and to really hold on to God and his faithfulness and to walk with my family.
0: Kara Tippetts was tearful. When she thought about leaving behind her young children, every mother can understand that. But she also talked to her children before she died about things like what they wanted their wedding to be like. And she recorded that even. She knew these recordings for later on as her children grew up would make them laugh and remember their mom and that they would get to see her again. That same morning with Kara, Jason, her husband and pastor, said his greatest worry was how to tell the kids when their mother died.
3: One of the things Kara and I did when she was first diagnosed is we both talked about our greatest fear in this. And my greatest fear is Kara dying and then... Leaving you. Yeah, leaving me and then me having to tell my kids. You're the dad, right? Alone. What do I do? And so we... We sort of walked down that path in a conversation. We talked about that. And then we walked back. And we talked about, that's not where we're at today.
0: No, the Lord gave you today.
3: Yeah. So let's walk back. And what's today? Well, whatever the day was. She had chemo. We have to pick our kids up from school. We get to love on them and talk to them. And so we can focus on those things. But our tendency is to to just live in that future fear, not understanding, that's not where you are at today. And if God gives you grace for this day... He's going to give you grace for that day.
0: You know, I still get emotional when I think of that chilly Colorado day Janet and I spent with Jason and Kara. It was a beautiful day in the Rockies. I remember that spring Sunday when I heard the news that she had gone home to glory. God was faithful to her in life, and he brought her to himself even through her death, just as he does for all who call on the name of Jesus. It makes me think of something I've already quoted once this week, but I need to quote again from Romans 8. The Apostle Paul, no stranger to suffering, but he was no stranger to his Savior either. Remember what he said in Romans eight eighteen: I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And that leads into one of the most famous passages of Scripture in all the New Testament. A set of verses that's brought comfort to God's people for nearly 2,000 years now. Comfort to Kara Tippett's, to Johnny, to you, and to me. Because it isn't about our grip on Jesus. No, the important thing is his grip on us. And he never lets us go. Our Savior is with us all the way, through it all. And how does this famous section end? Nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That was true for Kara Tippett's, and it's true for all who believe in Christ. And one day, if Jesus doesn't come back first, all of us are going to die. But we will follow the same path that Kara walked. And our shepherd, the good shepherd, will guide us through the valley of the shadow of death. First darkness, but then heavenly light forever safely home
2: I've had many tears
1: and sorrows I've had questions for tomorrow there have been times I didn't know right
2: from wrong but in every situation God gave blessed consolation that my trial Only come to make me strong And oh,
1: through it all Through it all I've learned to trust in Jesus I've learned to trust lonely hours Yes, those precious lonely hours Jesus lets me know that I am his own That's why Through it all oh, Through it all
0: Johnny Erickson Tata with Gracie Rosenberger. It came out in 2017 A Heartfelt Rendition through It All, originally written by Andre Crouch. I'm Charles Morris, and we at Haven Ministries want to help you remember the promises of God through it all, even in the hard seasons of life, when life gets tough. Johnny Erickson Tata knows that. Jesus is with us through it all. And that's exactly what Johnny wants to share with her in her newly out book called Songs of Suffering. 25 Hymns and Devotions for Weary Souls. This book has been a blessing of my own life as well as others just the last few weeks. And I want you to have this tool of refreshment as we finish this summer season. And it's yours for your gift to the ministry. Our number you can call right now. Just ask for the Johnny book when you make your gift at 800-65-HAVEN, eight hundred sixty-five 65 haven And think about getting more than one copy to share with others. Go online if you'd like. Look at some samples from the book and a special video we shot with Johnny. Our web address is haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And when you're there on our website, remember to click on that banner at the top of our homepage. Read about our trip to the Holy Land starting this late November. We're running out of time, but we have a few more spaces available. Why don't you join me And together, we'll pray, we'll walk where Jesus walked. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we celebrate, through it all, this great story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today? for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. There's an old poem written by Francis Thompson that always speaks to me. It's called The Hound of Heaven. It describes a man's desperate attempts to stay away from the Lord with the Lord's relentless hunt like a hound dog to save him. We run at the Lord pursues. Deliberate pace, unyielding pursuit. The Hound of Heaven. David understood this. In Psalm 23, he says the Lord's goodness and mercy pursue him all the days of his life. The Lord is chasing you with his goodness and mercy. He's doing it relentlessly. In Christ, he ensures we will get his mercy and his goodness. He ensures we gain his mercy and his goodness. Instead of running from him, stop running. Receive him. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.